Good morning, friends, and welcome to your day, week, month, year reviews. This is uh, episode two, <laughs> not episode two, uh, nah, yeah, this is week one of Police Nauts. Yes, I have finally been playing Police Nauts for a week. Uh, now, sadly, I only actually got to play it uh, one more time. <laughs> uh, I wish I could have played it more, but unfortunately uh, I've been rather busy, so I haven't had the chance to. But I have managed to play through and finish all of the prologue, which has been uh, good fun. So the game, the game kind of is very slow, so it's very much you have to be a patient person to play this game. You kind of, you know, you've got a point to click around until you get the right combination of uh, events together in order to be able to progress. But um, I did like, I did like before, as I mentioned on day one, where it suddenly threw you into a, uh, an armed robbery. Uh, not robbery, sorry. Uh, they they blew up the car, which killed your ex-wife. Uh, <clears throat> and it was good going into that gunfight. And it's only having a huge action scene, having to react quickly. But I haven't had that again. I've just been sitting on a plane with a purple-headed guy who looks really creepy, and who turns out is what they call a Forsner. That makes sense. He's a he's a person who was um, artificially created, <laughs> not like a robot, although he does have artificial uh, white blood, uh, which apparently increases or decreases the amount of no. Uh, white blood means he can carry more oxygen so that he, like severe blood loss, is not so uh, damaging to him. Um, it's all kind of weird. <laughs> but yeah, he was like a fertilised egg that was then given to a surrogate mother to be produced by the government. So he's some sort of like military output thing. Uh, and considering we just had a massive gunfight with a guy who had white blood, who was a mystery person, maybe it's him. <laughs> he's got a bandage on his arm, you know? I'm not the detective here, Jonathan is, but I'm the one who's putting two and two together. But yeah, the game's very beautiful. Uh, the music is awesome as well. Uh, and I am really, really enjoying playing the game. Um, it's got a slight um, disturbing edge to it, <laughs> mainly in the treatment of women. <laughs> so uh, there was a big, big bit where you talk to a stewardess. So you're on a plane. Fly, well, I'd say plane. You're on a spaceship flying to beyond the space station that uh, is like the high class society of humans. And you talk to the stewardess, and it gives you the option to touch the stewardess in a rather inappropriate manner. And uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself, but I did it. Uh, I really, I didn't assume, <sighs> I don't know, I kind of thought. It's not surely going to let me do this, is it? It's going to be like, you know, touch. Then the woman's going to say, no, get off me, you pervert. Now, I was correct in the fact she would call me a pervert, but you do actually touch her, and she doesn't call security, and they don't throw you in prison. Uh, you make her boobs bounce, and she makes a excited noise before calling you a pervert. But it doesn't even just let you do this once. It lets you do it like three or four times before it's eventually like, no, nope, sorry. <laughs> That's enough of that. And then you have to talk to her. But it's just like, if I did that on a plane, <laughs> I know what would happen. I would end up in a jail somewhere, <laughs> rotting away for a good few years for, um, you know, sexual assault, which is what it basically was. 
And but apparently in the 90s, when Hideo Kojima made this game, that was all right in Japan. You could get on a flight and you could uh, touch up a stewardess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's kind of, it is fun, but it is proving to be a lot slower than I thought. Um, I don't think I kind of have the patience I had for point and click games as I did when I was a kid. I remember vividly as a kid getting very uh, lost as to what to do next in games like Broken Sword 2, uh, which was, uh, and Simon the Sorcerer. And those games I found very difficult at times. Um, and I would just click around, move my character around. But because you kind of only get like a couple of screens where you've just got to click around and kind of use up all the options that are available onto, on that screen, um, it feels very, very, very slow. Now, to give you an example, um, I am recording my playthrough of this and releasing it as an audio-only Let's Play on the uh, audio-only experience podcast. Check it out. Um, little plug. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, but I managed to put out the episode of the plane journey, basically. And it was about 20 minutes long of footage uh, for me getting to that point to the end of the prologue, which is just Jonathan falls asleep on the plane, uh, <laughs> wakes up at the airport. And I, no joke, when I was editing it down, it was an hour's worth of footage, uh, footage of audio. I had an hour's worth of audio that I went through and I slowly deleted it down and down and down until I think felt like I had all the, the significant interesting points that were happening. Um, you know, I talked to the guy, found out about his past because he seems to be like he's going to be semi-important as I have seen him on the game's cover, <laughs> the purple hair guy. Um, so I figured I should talk to him. I had to talk to the stewardess over and over again. She ended up giving me like three sleeping pills. I'm pretty sure on the audio I only showed myself taking one, but I took three. Uh, and then eventually I just fell asleep. So I decided to look at the guide for the prologue to find out, you know, what did I do wrong? Because I kind of thought, if I didn't, there was options to flirt with the stewardess at the end. So I thought, well, if I didn't touch her up straight away, because I'm, I'm a weird pervert, <laughs> if I didn't do that, what would I have been able to flirt with her? Would she have shown me around beyond afterwards? What would have happened? So I Googled it, nothing, basically. You either do it or you don't. <laughs> um, the scene's completely optional. The only thing that you need to do is get the sleeping tablet from and apparently, if I'd have clicked off screen, there would have been an option to, which would be called Beyond, and I would have fallen asleep and gone to Beyond. Uh, but it says, you know, if you just click around enough, you'll eventually cause a sequence of events and the sleeping pills will kick in, and Jonathan will just fall asleep, and you'll wake up at the airport, which I think is kind of what happened to me in the end. I eventually managed to trigger the sequence by looking at the purple haired guy, which I hadn't done for a while. And, you know, we had a very brief conversation, and then I fell asleep. And yeah, so my next next part of the game, I've got to apparently find my old pop, uh, pop, my old uh, partner in crime, cop, uh, Ed, who is apparently working on the Beyond Police Coast Police Force. So I am excited to keep playing the game, but I may um, I may use a guide, not 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 all the time. You know, I don't want to spoil everything for myself. I just think I'm going to have a guide handy so that if I'm clicking around for a couple of minutes and I can't find anything or move it along, I may just look at what I'm supposed to be doing next um, in order so that I can sort of keep things flowing a bit. Because, you know, 20 minutes of audio from an hour's worth of gameplay is not a good um, ratio as far as I'm concerned. I think that's a terrible ratio. 
Um, I want this to be a good game. I want it. To, uh, I mean, I hear it's very good, um, and I've only done the prologue. So you know, next month, hopefully, I'll get a couple of chapters out of the way, and um, we'll see if it improves. I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe some more gunfights. Hopefully, I won't die. Because <laughs> um, yeah, that would suck. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's intriguing me still, but um, I haven't really delved into it much more. Can't comment too much more on the gameplay. It's a point and click. You know, you point and click. You look at kill. You look at shit, and uh, you see what it does. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I've not really found out anything more about uh, Doctor Hojo has gone missing. But an interesting point was that the uh, I did look at the uh, TV while I was on the thing on the plane, and uh, yeah, there was Karen Hojo, who was uh, your ex-wife's daughter. Who I very much suspect is actually your main character's daughter, <laughs> but he's the detective and he hasn't put two and two together yet to make six. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm very much looking forward to playing more of it and yeah, do a bit more in the future. So, uh, the game's good uh, again, don't have any memories of the game, and yeah, let's see what happens. You know, you can always follow me along on the audio only experience. Uh, and hopefully I'll have a lot more to talk about when I come to the one month from you. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been it's been really short. Not much to talk about because not much has happened since day one, unfortunately. I have been Metallica, a.k.a. Bill, and I hope you've enjoyed week one of Police Laws. This has been a week and make this work properly production. Please check out our other questionable content by looking us up on all social media at probablywork or at probablywork pod at gmail.com.